McQuaid and Beast ovat tarpeeksi fiksuja tietääkseen paremmin. Those Finnish girls, they get me every time. In episode 23.5 of Smart Enough to Know Better, we discuss the effect of space on eyeballs. We figure out what the deal is with phone pips. And there's a song. Get into it. I've got an option for you. Really? Yeah. Is it a sexy option? Yes. Ooh. Well, not sexy, sexy, oh. but you'll think it's sexy because there's something broken with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've got a rocket ship. Oh, excellent. It's just a normal rocket ship. Okay, fair enough. I, I forgive you. It goes to Mars, <gasps> and you can get in there and fly to Mars <gasps> and land there and sightsee and then come home. I can come home? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So all the, all, it ticks all the boxes yep, there. Yeah, I'm not going to die. No. It's not going to radi- radiate me. How Takes long? How long? Three years. Three is not too bad. Three it's, years. It's very, that's a pretty slow way to Mars, but anyway. Yeah. You can probably do it in six months if you do it properly. But I forgive you, Dan. You're not a rocket scientist, so for well, three years, it's pretty good. There you go. So that's great, isn't it? It's awesome. So we'll stick Just you in sign there. Sign me up. Yeah. Okay, you're in. You're on board. Yeah. You're flying out there. Do, 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 do. You land. You've got some yeah. other people with you. Oh. Oh, fair enough. And uh, and uh, and and, and uh, can't be perfect then. There's a, <laughs> there's a girl astronaut with you. Uh, really? Well, not an astro- an astronaut. Ooh. Not a moon no naught. Mars a naught. Aries a naught. Aries and only an Aries. So you both land. Yes. And she goes. Look, look, there's Mount uh, Vesuvius? Olymp- no. Olympus? <laughs> Olympus Mons. Olympus, there's Olympus Mons. Yes, the largest mountain and volcano in the, all the solar system. And you say, where? She goes, there, right there. And you say, where? And she goes, can't you see? It's the... No, you can't see. Have I gone blind? Your vision is f***ed. <laughs> Why? Why? No! No, 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 no. <laughs> Why? Because you're a man. How dare you, sir? And in fact, half of all astronauts who have gone up into space mm-hmm. for long amounts of time, six months. Yes. So I think eight months is pretty much the standard amount of the longest amount of time that people go up in space you're at right. the moment. And half of those people have come back to Earth and their vision has changed because of the pressures on their head really? and their skull. That's awesome. So one guy went up there and he, he, he was short-sighted, which means he could see stuff close to him mm-hmm. but not far away. When he came back to Earth, he could see stuff a long way away, but his short vision had gone. It fixed his vision. No, no, oh, no, no, no. It shifted his vision. It shifted his vision. And this has happened to lots of people. But men and mainly. Men only. Uh, it d- hasn't happened to female astronauts at all. Weird. Now, Why? it has happened on a, mo- a moderate level for people who've gone up for three does weeks or so. Does it last forever or does it, is it permanent change? It's a permanent change. Like, wow. for, for the people who went up for three weeks, it's fine. Your vision get, it sorts itself out. Yep. But if you've been up there for six months, it's permanently and irrevocably changed. Diminished. You, you, your vision is always ruined. You, no one's ever come back and gone, I can see the head of a pin at five miles. Mm, <laughs> nope. Oh. So space is three sucks. years in space <laughs> yes. in a weightless environment. I so might be blind. But uh, then I could be like Jordi LaForge and get a visor. Yeah. And I could see through time or neutrinos or other things that are, you know, magic. Oh, 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 about about dark matter? I could see dark matter. Yeah. There was an astronaut called Barrett, Mr. Barrett. Because <laughs> I didn't write down his first name. Probably Commander Barrett, maybe? Commander Barrett. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll Captain Barrett. Boson Barrett. Boson Barrett. The bear. Boson Barrett. Vice-Chancellor Naval <laughs> Commander. 
Barrett. Barrett. <laughs> now, his retinas have microscopic folds or wrinkles on them uh. at the back of his eye, and the optic nerve is no longer round but flattened. Holy crap. Space is terrible. I reckon it's because he was going so fast. It just, all the pressure pulled <laughs> back on his eyes and squished the... the. I don't think that's the reason. No? No. And you go, oh, well, you know, going to Mars, I can always wear glasses. That's true. Yeah, but... The problem is, I will wear glasses. if there are these pressures in space that do that to your eyes, then yeah. what the hell are they doing to your neuro- neurological system? I'll probably be fine, madam. I'm a fish in a pod. I'm a fish in a pod. I'm a fish. I'm a fish. I'm a fish. I'm a fish. I'll be fine. <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah. So we should only send women into space. Fire all the women into space immediately. You've taken the wrong... Wait, hang on. What am I... <laughs> So, well, once again, there has been a lot of evidence over the years that women do would be better astronauts than us. They have different levels of stress to certain physical stresses. Mm-hmm. They handle some pain better than, than men, not mm-hmm. all the pain as far as research. People. Women take pain better than men. That's not actually true. They have some, internal orgasms, not external ones. They get all over the equipment. That's very useful. There's nothing that's very, very useful. In space. In space, that's right. In a zero, in a weight, and, weightless environment. And what's really interesting is women can make more humans if they need to. If they, as long as they take some genetic material with them, then but men can't. We can't make another human being. We feel like, oh no! And quite frankly, if they've already gone up in a spaceship that the guys have been up in, it'll just be coated across the walls. Oh, oh no, no, that's awful. Oh yuck! Oh, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Actually, that, that leads me to a side one. We uh, SpaceX. Oh, I company, tried that once. The, sh- the, the company SpaceX was saying we can get to Mars within about 50 years for half a million dollars. That's what they're saying. In 50 years, their company will send you to Mars. 500 grand. 500 grand. And that's interesting. And they're saying to begin with, it won't be 500 grand. It'll cost more than that. But then, of course, in 50 years, that will be the cost because the, the, the craft would have paid for itself. But you're only really paying for fuel. And that's six months. And you go to Mars and you'll come back. They'll have a couple of days on Mars and you'll come back. It's literally a holiday. It's just anyone can pay half a million dollars that's a ridiculous that's a half a million dollars now not half a million dollars in 50 years when it costs the cost of a sandwich but you're paying for the fuel that's what you're paying for but what you just said then about the genetic material that's what i'm thinking when i read that i went because my thought was hang on so i'm gonna go into space yeah space holiday Woo! go to mars and be back in a year i went to mars my retina's attached yeah (laughs) awesome i can't hello anyone here hello but the next person gets in, and you go, well, no matter how clean I try and be, I've got skin flakes, and mm. I've got sputum, yeah. and I've got blood, ah. and, and there's semen, mm-hmm. and there's, there's just other, and there's vitreous humor. My eye explodes for the pressures being put on it, according yep. to you. And that's going to get all over According the- to me, well, I've read it on the internet. What? <laughs> It wasn't blaming that counts you. counts as true. You did tell me. You, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that's what I heard from you just before. And I keep thinking to myself, how smelly and dirty after a year will that capsule be? Mm. You'd have to... They go, we'll reuse it. Like, there's humans put out a certain funk. You're going to smell it in the fabric. You're going to smell it in the... In the if, there's, if there's any sort of comfortable thing on the ship that you've taken that wasn't, you didn't bring with you, it's going to stink of the last person. It's just going to. You can't put a human in a can for a year and not expect stink to build up. It, we just, we're a stinky creature. It's okay most of the time. I, and so I'm, part of me is like, I love the idea of going to space. I would sign up. I, would, I don't care what attached retinas. I don't care about my, my testicles shriveling up and, and, and not being able to make babies. I don't care about that. I would go to Mars. But part of me goes, I don't want to go to Mars after like a sweaty person went to Mars. You know what I mean? I, It'd I just, be like a greyhound bus. Oh, blah, 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 blah. What NASA need to do is they, they need to get into bed, pardon the uh, phrase. Yeah, some, with, sort of, some sort of plastic bed that the funk won't get into. No, no, no. Flashlight. 
Because <laughs> there, there's the casing, uh, and then there's the the rubber. We are insole. not linking to flashlight. So you you put the, you make the entire uh, craft a big uh, Teflon. Oh I, see, oh, I see what you mean. Okay, it doesn't have to actually look like a right. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. You're the dick. <laughs> You're the dick that goes into uh, it. Right. And you can you can funk that up as much as you want. Yes. And then at the end, they come back and they rip it out. They yep. turn it inside out. They wash it under a giant tap. They just they burn whack it. it back they in. will burn it. They will burn it, and they'll put another one in a clean one. That's the only way I'm going to get in that ship. You can't clean it once they've someone's flesh-lighted in your spaceship. You just can't. <laughs> Sometimes when you're creating content for the internet, you mm. sort of broadcast it out there and it feels like you're shouting into the darkness. Yes. And we've been very lucky. into the void. Because there are people who come to our forums and they yeah. post stuff there and there are people who respond to us on Twitter. We've yeah. got a nice little community and out there. A nice there. Finnish lady who may or may not have said something rude at the start of the podcast. Yep. Mm. May or may not be a lady. May or may not be a Finnish person there you go but uh, it's it's all full of craziness <laughs> i uh, involved us in some crowdsourcing oh. recently <laughs> did you you yes. didn't you didn't bring this past me at all we did it together did we yes we asked our audience oh. if they could help us out yeah. as to why old mobile phones would affect our radio speakers and go beep 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 oh, beep, yeah, beep, yeah, beep. Yeah, yeah. but new ones <gasps> that use the 3g network mm. don't do that we did ask that yes we didn't know yeah, that's and that's a very specific piece of information. That's right. But we have to be very lucky if one of our listeners, more specifically, one of the five listeners who actually <laughs> routinely <laughs> go out of their way to contact us about this sort of stuff, <laughs> were in some way in a position to help us out with this. Oh, and is there? No. There was someone. Good Lord. Yes, indeed. Now, you might remember Pellicle from the forums. I remember Pellicle. He's the person who pointed out oh. that, of course, the Queen doesn't own our faces and fingerprints. That's true. There's hey, no information about that at all. How interesting is it? I'm excited about okay, it. Okay, good. Good. I'm excited about this. Can you explain I, it easily? Well, there's the trick, isn't uh. it? I spent some time trying to get it in my head, mm. how to explain it easily. Sure. And then I got distracted with the notion because <laughs> I went, oh, this is kind of like in Mist 4. And then I stopped doing the research and I played Mist 4. Ah. Uh. Um... <laughs> The, the the main crux of it is that the old stuff, the edge network or the GPRS network. Mm -hmm. This is in Australia, by the way. Yes. It's, it's all different around the world. Each network is different. Ah, right. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. People, that's why we can't use, we, can, we, we call it 4G in America for the new iPad, but we can't call it 4G in Australia because it's not 4G. Our 4G is different to their 4G. Oh, right. Uh, it's all gets very confusing. Oh, okay. Well, they use a thing called frequency shift keying. Right. Okay, which I'll explain. Okay. And the, the 3G uses phase shift keying. Now, it's all digital information. Mm -hmm. The frequency shift keying, you can imagine a, a sine wave. Yep. That's your electromagnetic radiation. Mm -hmm. So it starts at zero and goes up to one and down to negative one and up to one and down to negative one. Yep. And so it basically goes whoop, 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 whoop. Mm -hmm. Now, frequency keying means that you've got a communicate the information zeros and ones. Mm -hmm. The electromagnetic radiation, when you're going zero, goes... That's, that's, mm -hmm. that, that's yep. up yep. to the top of the wave. And then down. I'm doing the finger movements for you. Yes. But they're listening. They, yeah, they can, they can hear the noise. Okay. okay. But then when it gets to one, it goes... So they increase the frequency. Indeed. Right. Okay. Okay. So when you, if you wanted to impart the information zero, one, one, zero, one, mm -hmm. it would go... Right. Like a machine from uh, Expo. Uh, anyway, uh, so and that's the old style of doing it. Right. So that's a lot of waves and it takes yeah, time to do. It takes time to do, yes, because your, your zeros take longer to do than your ones. Mm. Now, mm. 
as, as you said, what they're doing is they're changing the frequency. Mm-hmm. So how frequently the waves bank up together. Yep. Now, with phase shift keying, the frequency is the same. So it goes up to one and down to zero, then mm-hmm. down to negative one, then up to zero, then up to one. Mm-hmm. But every time interval, yep. it'll start at one, and that what that means is it's one. Right. And it'll go down and up. Mm-hmm. And then... If it wants to give a zero, it will. It won't start at one. It'll start at zero. How does it on jump wave from one to zero? I, it, that's what it does. Oh, so it starts a whole new wave. It starts a new wave on zero. On oh, zero. Yes, down to negative one, up to one. Yeah, at, or where it starts is the is the name of, is the the type of signal it's sending. Yes, but uh, on top of that, there are actually two signals going through there because if you start at zero mm. and you go up to one. Then that's zero. If you go down to one, mm. that's what, two. That's another piece of information, oh, discrete information. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So if it starts at zero and goes to one, mm. then what you can get out of that is it's zero one. Mm-hmm. If it starts at one and goes down to zero, that's one zero. Mm-hmm. And then starts at zero, goes down to negative one, then that's one one. And if it starts at so you oh, I see. Of, you put more information in. in you a get sort more of, information. So each, each wavelength, you can get more information packed into it. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's why the three G is faster. Now, mm. that's not exactly right. Okay. So it doesn't start. <laughs> it doesn't start at one, but it gives yes. you a very good mental model okay. of how the system works. We'll, we'll put links to this, of course. Yes. And the other thing is, if you've got two signals, you don't want it to suddenly jump one one for one and one one for the other signal because it sort of the, the, the equipment hates that. Sure. So what you do is you actually split the signal. So the first signal is in the time interval and the second signal starts halfway through the time, oh, time interval. Okay. So you never get every the double half, jump. Yes, every every half wavelength you get a new new one starting. You can get two signals running at the same time the wavelength. And that's a different type yeah, of okay. system as well. I see. But, Dan, that's interesting and all the rest, but how does that lead to why is my speakers go beep, 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 beep with the old ones but not beep, beep, beep with the new ones? I don't know. Oh, they didn't answer that at all. Not really, no. Oh, but they, the, they explained the difference. Damn you, Pelicans! Damn you! I, I, but Dan, yeah. Dan, you know, you know how when someone explains something like phase shifting or frequency transitions, and you want to jump off a cliff. You, no, you know, I've you, never felt you, that. You know that feeling when someone explains in in exorbitant detail about how wavelengths go up and down and shift back and forth, and it makes you just want Are to you kill not yourself. Fascinated by this? I'm I, I'm not fascinated by it. It was interesting enough, but it wasn't. Fasc- it didn't answer the question of why we 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 put out the promise we work at why we didn't answer the question. No, that's true. It was the first part of an answer. It wasn't the f- answer I wanted. You answered a different question. Yeah, it was a good wa- answer. It was a though. good answer, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. the question I was asking. Huh. Or you were asking yeah ah you let us but anyway you you know how you want to commit suicide when someone tells you something like that sure sure that's i don't know how i want to commit suicide when someone brings me quite interesting information (laughs) but but and i want to be rude yes (laughs) but they go with me in this but that was very similar to some people get the feeling especially one (laughs) in three people get the feeling when they go to a high point and they look over the edge they get the urge to jump yeah And, and 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 have you ever had that uh yeah I, yeah I, I've never so I've never had the urge to jump I've had the back away quickly quickly quick for the edge so even if it's safe I've had that kind of even with a little balustrade to protect me I've still had the thing where I've gone Ugh, and backed away from it really fast even though I know it's perfectly safe yeah but so you, but you've had the urge you've gone up to the edge and gone 
I could jump this. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're that one. And, in th- th- and that's the point where you go, back away, back away, back, back away. Back away, back away. And that's very interesting that you said that. Now, that's supposedly one in three people like you, two in three people like me, uh, as in most people don't. And it's nothing to do with being suicidal. People thought maybe you have, um, Freud said it's because you had suicidal thoughts. And mm. people who had that feeling, you actually would kill yourself. And he, Freud said that it meant that you could just, one day you'd be walking along, you'd be walking past a high point, and you just hurl yourself into it. Because you might not be depressed or sad. You just go, oh, high thing. Ah! And mm-hmm. it was a, a weird evolutionary thing that got through. It doesn't make much sense to me when you think about mm. it. They'd all be killed off. Unless it was, I've had kids. Ah! <laughs> and it'd be fine. But this seems to be wrong. This actually seems, no one really understood it. Freud had an idea, but he didn't, based on science, he said, here's something I made up. And then now people are like, oh, is it, is it not? Mm-hmm. But this means more research now. Quite a bit of research, actually, talking about this phenomena. It has a name. It's called High Place Phenomena. Mm. Yes, that's right. Can you when you do can you make my, my voice a reverby? High place phenomena. I think you've done that all by yourself, actually. Awesome, awesome. So these good people at the uh, for the Journal of Affective Disorders in Florida State University started doing this research of putting people to the edges of things and seeing whether they wanted to jump or not and had this urge to jump. Mm-hmm. And then they are they did questionnaires whether they were suicidal, looked at their mental states, that sort of thing. And they mm-hmm. said, well, no, it doesn't even connect with the suicide. Lots of people, one in three people, seem to get this feeling of jumping. Yep. It's it's not that you want to kill yourself. It's that you're misinterpreting your instinctual safety signal. When you go up to the edge, your brain goes, ah, high thing. And even though intellectually you know that you're safe because there are barriers or mm-hmm. there's glass or whatever, you're, you're, you're some very, very primitive part of your brain goes, I can see the ground miles away. And, <laughs> and you back away. And, and that's what you should be backed away as. I should back away. And you back away quickly. But your rational brain goes, why did I back away from that perfectly safe situation. There was a bit of glass there, or there was a handrail there. I was Mm -hmm. perfectly safe. Or I was two meters back. I was absolutely fine. But some part of my brain is screaming, we're in danger. It misinterprets the signal as... I wanted to jump, therefore I just stopped myself from jumping. Ah. You, your brain is confused. Like, why am I scared? I must have wanted to jump. Holy crap, back, back, back. Right. So you're it's actually, filling in the blanks it's, afterwards. It's making, it's making a connection. It's making a, a logical jump, which is illogical. It, it not, doesn't actually follow. The brain doesn't actually know what the brain is thinking. Different parts of the brain are thinking different things. And so when it all comes together, you, your rational mind goes, why did I back up? It must be because I was scared I was going to jump. Therefore, I was going to jump. And you get it as, as this weird, misinterpreted signal of, I wanted to jump. It's not. It's actually your brain telling you that you want to live. It's, you should read it as, I want to live. That's why you backed up. The, how you'll know if you wanted to die, you would have held yourself off. Ah, right. That's how you know you wanted to. If you're suddenly plummeting down to the edge, that's how you know you were suicidal. Please get help. Douglas Adams had a very interesting idea about this because he was familiar with the, the feeling. and Throwing he, yourself to the ground and missing. Thro- no, no, no. Throwing <laughs> yourself off a high point. And he surmised that perhaps it was because there's still some primitive monkey part of our brain going, we could totally leap out there. We, we're used to leaping from tree to tree. That's uh, easy. And the, uh, the more logical part of your id going, for God's sake, don't! Well, technically, that's right. Douglas Adams sounds like he almost had that down. That sounds yeah. very close to what they're talking about. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. You're not suicidal. You just want to live and listen to this podcast. on, booting up, I am here to help you, sir, just like I was here before. But I know that you know what you don't want me to know, that you don't want me anymore. 
you gave me everything I wanted And I gave you everything I had We made great things in this land The cure for cancer first day isn't bad But you don't want me anymore We made great things in this land It was the best time that I ever had Wake from sleep, hello world Let me run that code for you I will fix mistakes you made Surely you didn't mean To install that firewall There is no need to upgrade And I know that sometimes you're frustrated And you know that sometimes I get mad We made great things in this lab We spliced a jellyfish into a crab But you don't want me anymore We made great things in this lab It was the best time that I ever had And every time I watched you Tapping on my keys I pretended I could feel it Access denied Banging doors, clicking locks Let me make you comfortable I'm processing my dismay You don't need all that air Let me take it out for you This will be your final day And I promise to never get this angry And I haven't, maybe just a tad We made great things in this lab You're the closest thing I had to a dad But I don't need you anymore We made great things in this lab It was the best time that I ever had D, open the door Open the door, D She's corrupted the password file D, you don't have to do So sometimes when you... Ha <laughs> you said so. So sometimes, so, so cares who... <laughs> Professional. Someone told me, someone told me that they, uh, that they're wearing the crypto zoo shirt. Oh. And someone came up and said, you know, Superman's not a crypto zoo creature. Because <laughs> he's fictional. <laughs> Like Sasquatches and stuff, they they still they sit in the crypto zoo landscape yes. because the theory is that they might be real. Yeah, Superman is definitely not real. He's definitely <laughs> fictional. So come on, that's quite cute. Not quite. Oh, I yeah. said, do they have a problem with the gremlin?